that was a special time. I've met God in a way I didn't know him before. Mm. He, he felt so close to me. He's with the ones who mourn. And really, I needed to play music, to sing, to, to worship him with my guitar. I just love worshiping God because I've met him uh, so deeply. I'm Chelsea Amber, a Christian recording artist and the founder of Christian Guitar Girls, an encouraging community for female guitar players and bass players who love Jesus. We are a group of women who are serving our communities through music and working on our guitar skills, all for the glory of God. You can find our Facebook group called Christian Guitar Girls Community to connect with women, with other women in music and ministry. All ages and skill levels are welcome. And if you've been enjoying the encouraging words from these podcast episodes so far, then I would love to send you more encouragement via devotionals in your inbox. You can head to chelseaamber.com slash five days to get five days of uplifting devotionals and free music download. Now, I am excited to welcome our first European guest to the podcast, Esther Albizer. I hope I said that right. (laughs) Um, Esther Albizer is joining us from the beautiful country of France. Esther is a guitar player, a singer, and worship leader. And today, we get to hear about her ministry in a house of prayer. We got connected through a mutual friend named Elena Smith, a missionary in France, who was the guest in uh, episode nine of this podcast. So if you haven't heard that conversation yet, then make sure to go back and listen to Elena's story after you listen to this episode. So without further ado, Esther, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have you. So now, as you know, I always love to pretend that we are two friends hanging out across the table at a coffee shop so what did you bring what did you bring for a beverage today well I have water (laughs) Mm -hmm. excellent well you're nine hours ahead of me right now aren't you so so it's 7 30 so water is great (laughs) yeah and it's 10 30 a.m where I am so I am drinking what I like to call coffee drink I wouldn't call it real coffee because it's just (laughs) full of milk and it's very large which before we started, uh, before we started filming, you'd mentioned that in your culture, big mugs like this for coffee aren't really a thing. You guys have much smaller. We yeah. What is it, sorry, what did you say it was? Um, little espresso shots. Yeah, <laughs> usually we have espresso. We have smaller coffees, but with Starbucks that came to France, it's becoming more usual. But we mm. still have a small coffees. <laughs> oh, okay. So the the Americanized coffee ways are coming to France. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Well, let's dive in. I would love to hear how and when did you start playing guitar? Well, um, I started when I was 15. So Mm -hmm. it's been 12 years ago now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I've started actually in a hard time, uh, hard period of my life. Mm. Um, because I've lost my father in a oh, work accident oh. uh, when I was 15. And someone from my church heard I wanted to, to learn guitar. Um, so at that time, she, she, she gave me 
me a guitar. Uh, you know, it was the basic classical beginner guitar, mm-hmm. <laughs> not a very great guitar, but I just needed that in that time. Mm. Um, so I've started to learn all by myself with YouTube videos. I didn't know music. I didn't know s- music theory or something. <laughs> I've just mm-hmm. learned with YouTube videos and uh, chords and everything. <laughs> and it was really um, a period where I did need that. I needed mm. music. I needed to express myself. Mm. And music uh, was the only safe place I had back then. Mm. Um, I was alone in my room and I would play guitar. I would start to sing. Um, I was not a very talkative person. I didn't express my emotions very, very well. Mm. So that that these times with the guitar were the times uh, when I could express myself. Mm. I could talk to God. I could uh, just cry out to God. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's how I've started worship, worshiping oh. him with my instruments. Mm. Um, and worship became part of my life there wow. uh, during this hard time, uh, during this process. Uh, and it's like it was natural for me to learn guitar. Uh, yeah. That's weird, but it's it was like um, during the, this time, it, uh, it, it was as um, God revealed to me um, who I was or, mm. or how worship was part of my life (laughs) um and yeah that was a special time i've met god in a way i didn't know him before Mm. he he felt so close to me Mm. um he he's with the ones who mourn so that's what i could experiment experiment uh and Really, I needed to play music, to sing, to to worship him with my guitar. And Mm. that's why I'm very attached to my guitar (laughs) to these times. I just love worshiping God because I've met him uh, so deeply. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I am so sorry that I can't imagine how painful that would have been to experience as a teenager. And I'm, I'm glad that God has given you the gift of music as kind of both as a kind of a therapy to work through all the all the horrible feelings that I imagine were going through your mind and your heart at the time, but then also as a way to connect with him and experience his comfort and his love in such a dark time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, your relationship with God had deepened through through that experience um as hard as it was when did you when did your relationship with god start sounded like you gave your life to the lord earlier and then it deepened at that time so when when did you give your life to the lord yeah i i I grew up in a christian family so Mm. i was raised up with bible and uh you know tv shows (laughs) for children i love the bible and uh it was a it was like faith was natural for me. Mm. I always believed that God was there with me. Mm. Um, and uh, my name is Esther. So I've mm. loved 
the es the Esther story <laughs> since I'm a little kid. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it was natural, and uh, but when then uh, when I was 13, 14, I went to a Christian school. And that's uh, when I think I went deeper with my relationship with God. Mm. Uh, the school was amazing. I, I, I grew up so much. <laughs> uh, before that, I was in the public system. So not, um, yeah, not yeah. Christian. I went uh, to public school. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. it was only two years. Mm. But uh, I think that was really key in my life uh, mm. to go deeper in God's yeah God's love for me uh, I really discovered I know I remember when I, I was 14 I, I received the love of God's it was so deep <laughs> mm. um, I felt something wow it was amazing <laughs> mm. and it was during a, a time of worship so mm. even back then I think um that's when uh, the idea of maybe playing an instrument came. Mm. And so that's only a few months later that I've lost my father. Mm. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I've, I've discovered something so deep about the father's love during that mm. time. Uh, so it got deeper and deeper <laughs> Yeah. until worship became a real part of my life and uh, now i'm serving in this ministry <laughs> yes the house of prayer which i'm excited yeah. to to hear more about that so how did you get connected to the house of prayer so i i, I knew my my calling was to serve god through worship by that time and i wanted to be trained for that because i've learned my uh, I've learned my instrument by myself. Uh, I've, I've learned to sing by myself. So mm. I wanted to be trained a little bit. Um, so I've heard about um, a, a small school uh, in Amsterdam oh. that was made uh, by IHOP, the International House of Prayer from mm. Kansas City. So a small team from Kansas City came um to Amsterdam to form uh, to train uh, worshipers <laughs> and that's the first time I've heard about the house of prayer mm. uh, so I've served for three weeks in the house of prayer in Amsterdam um, and after that I, I I I got back to my studies and uh, I think one or two years later um, I felt God was telling me to go to Israel. <laughs> mm. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why what I had to do. Uh, but a few months uh, later, a friend told me that a um, house of prayer called Sukkot Halel uh, was going to do an internship for three months. Mm. Uh, and... Uh, I knew uh, right away when she said that, I knew it was that. I needed to go there. <laughs> I needed to be in this internship. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did not know anything about 
the place or <laughs> so uh, there was a commitment from God because uh, these three months were uh, so rich for me. Uh, I had times of healing. I had um, uh, I, I got deeper into the Father's love still mm-hmm. <laughs> again, um, and I've I've learned to serve God in worship in a in a in a particular city. Um, so yeah, that was a very very rich experience. Yeah, it and sounds like. After that, <laughs> I received a, um, an ad for another internship, but in France, in uh, the south of France, a city called Toulouse. It's where I am now, uh, and it was also a three months internship, but. Now it's been five years and I'm, that I'm here. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so I stayed here in this house of prayer in France. But it was only connections with advertisements or something. I don't know how. Mm. <laughs> it was really, uh, for me, it was really uh, appointments from God yeah. for me. Um, that's how, yeah, I, I've got to... Uh, discover the house of uh, houses of prayer and every mm. house of prayer was different because mm. each country or each city has um, maybe yeah different uh, different way of working or mm. it, it was really interesting for me to see yeah that. <laughs> so for those of if you you had mentioned each house of prayer kind of works differently for those who yeah. are unfamiliar with the concept like what is a house of prayer how does it kind of generally work? Um, So the term house of prayer is from uh, Isaiah 56, verse 7. It says, my house will be a house of prayer for all nations. And we see in Revelation 4, 5 and other chapters uh, that people from all all nations are worshipping God, uh, the Lamb of God, constantly. And that's pretty much the model for, for the house of prayer. This mm. constant worship mm. with all nations. Um, so the vision is a place dedicated to serve God through worship, through prayer, meditation on, on the word, declaration of the word. Um, and yeah, um, it's also it could be also a place to be resourced. Um, mm. It's really a meeting place with God. Mm. Uh, we're here for him, only for him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we serve him. We're not here for ourselves, but we, we're here for him. And sometimes there's healing going on. There's a resource. Um, um, yeah, God is does what he wants to do (laughs) yeah and is it a 24-hour thing or is it like specific times in the week Uh, Um, so the vision is different from uh, houses of prayers okay Uh, um, for example uh, Kansas City is Mm. 24-7 in Jerusalem also the one uh, uh, the Sukatalel is 24-7 okay Uh, the one in uh, in south of France is not. We mm. 
we can't now <laughs> right now but <laughs> specific times uh, we call that watches okay um, specific times a week called yeah. watches all right watches Watches. Uh, so sometimes we have uh, I don't know specific theme of prayer or it could be just um, we meditate on the verse from the Bible um, you have we have times where we, we come together um, to, to worship God sometimes we it's just two people we're alone <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, taking just our uh, time with God yeah um yeah it could be very different <laughs> yeah so is there a time do you have a, a a time when you really saw god at work in a house of prayer like a is there a story that that stands out in your mind i've seen healings um mm. just people um, um i remember a woman she was uh sick for a very long time for years uh, she had uh, some stomach pain and she couldn't eat some f- some kind of food. Mm. Um, and one day she just she was healed and she knew she was healed. And now now she can eat uh, things she couldn't eat uh, before. Um, so wow. we've seen healings like that. Um, but. And for me personally, it was um, really, I've seen miracles in my finances. Oh, wow. Because I didn't have a job mm. <laughs> by the time. Um, uh, it was my, my, all my time went in the house of prayer. So I was just there. I didn't have finances. Mm. <laughs> and God provided every time, every season. And, and every time it, it was different. Mm. <laughs> so that was surprising every time. That's um, great. He just knew uh, what I needed and mm. he was there to provide for me. Mm. Um, I remember a time I, I didn't have money to eat or to go to the hairdresser or nothing else. Um, mm. And... Every week or something like that, someone went to me and gave me something, gave me food or um, someone. uh, I remember I've prayed uh, to God. I said, I need to go to the hairdresser. (laughs) I really need to to go to the hairdresser. And I think the day after that, someone came to me and gave me money and said, it's for the hairdresser. But she, oh, wow. she didn't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> wow. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I've cool. seen a lot of miracles like that. <laughs> mm. There's a, that saying that says, where God guides, he provides. So when God guides us to a, a, a specific direction, and there's always the need to, uh, you know, lean into the Holy Spirit and, and you know, just kind of make sure that God is actually directing you in that, in that way. But if he, if he is directing you in a way, then he will provide. And um, I found that uh, my husband and I, well, my husband lost his job right before the pandemic. And if you had told me at the beginning of 2020, you know, like, Oh, your husband just lost his job. And Hey, there's, we're about to have a global pandemic. I would have panicked. I don't, I think, um, but you know, (laughs) because anyway, 
but I'm just so grateful that God has been faithful to provide. You know, we've we've never been without rent. We've never been without a meal. And um, God's helping us build a, a business um, for teaching guitar. And so it just it's wonderful to see the way God does provide for his children. He sees what we need. So yeah. thank you, God. Thank you, God, for that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if there's someone who's listening to this and they think, oh, man, I would love to start a house of prayer in my city. What is one practical piece of advice that you would give someone in that position? Yeah, I would say the vision is key. Um, Mm. What is God saying about your city? What is God saying about what you're doing or you're going to do? (laughs) Mm. Um, Because in hard times, we it could be difficult to persevere. The vision is key because I have times where when I have lost, I knew I've lost the vision mm-hmm. and it was hard to be there. I, I, I've asked myself, well, well, what, what I'm going, what I'm going to do now? What, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. And I knew I had to, to take some time to go back to God, to, just find again the vision, uh, remind myself what he gave to me, uh, what he said to me. And, Mm. um, and I think it's the same for a house of prayer, uh, especially if we, we lead, we are, uh, we are a leader in this house of prayer. We really need to, to have a vision, a mandate, um, and I know every house of prayer has a list of some points or mandates uh, specific to the city or to the communi- community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the most important. Yeah, well, that makes sense. There's that Bible verse that says where there's no vision, the people perish. And I, I think yeah. that's related to so many areas of life, every yeah. area of life, really. So do you have an encouraging word or piece of advice you can offer someone who Maybe it's not specifically a house of prayer, but they they have a guitar and they want to serve God with this guitar. What is one word that you'd like to offer that person? Hmm. I would say be yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who God says you are. What did God place in your heart? Mm. Um, I've struggled myself with comparison because mm. um, I didn't have music theory. I didn't have... You know, I didn't learn guitar the maybe the right way, or but I've learned by myself. I was a self-taught musician. I'm also playing drums, um, other instrument by myself. Very cool. <laughs> so it's not very common, but <laughs> mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Uh, but um, sometimes I would try to maybe copy something I thought that was the right right way to to play or to worship or, but <laughs> I knew, uh, I knew that uh, the way I was playing guitar was my own way. When mm-hmm. I, um, when I was accepting uh, who I was, <laughs> mm. when I was myself. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, everybody has a way to play an instrument because it's the um it's ourself first it's not the instrument because uh, but it's the person behind the instrument uh we 
we we each carry something we're we're in god's image so yeah yeah um so i would say yeah uh be yourself <laughs> yeah comparison is the thief of joy as they say and i i know it seems to be a very common thing among yeah. musicians and actually one encouraging little thing i there's the british i think she's british the singer katie tunstall and she ended up kind of making her own way of playing guitar because she was struggling with certain areas i saw it was in, I think it was in, in an interview she had mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I just kind of came up with my own style because I couldn't do these certain things. So, you know, and, and you know, maybe there are areas where, you know, where we're struggling and maybe with the music theory or whatever. But at the end of the day, can we glorify God with this? And that's what I ask myself sometimes when I'm like, I get wrapped up in, oh, this isn't this isn't very good or I, my voice isn't where I want it to or whatever. And then I think, well, what am I called to do? I'm called to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Can I do that with my voice and, and guitar talent in this current, you know, where I'm at right now? Yes, I can. So yeah. I can, I can um, you know, keep my eyes focused on God and just offer, offer what I have. So I love that. Yeah. So being ourselves and just offering God what we have is. But I want he, to say I love music theory now mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm learning music theory now so uh -huh. I think everything we can take everything and everything's great uh, but yeah. just we don't want to lost ourselves and all of that <laughs> yeah with it, yeah and I I do think it's important to keep working on our craft keep yeah uh, growing with our talent um, but I don't think we need to wait until we're as good as so and so yeah. before we glorify God with our with our gifts yeah totally. Um, yeah so that's great and i love that you're leaning into the music theory now that's a lot of people a lot of people shy away from that but it's it's yeah. useful it's useful yeah and yeah now i can understand some things i'm playing yeah so it's great yeah excellent so if is there a way that people can reach out to you let's say there's somebody listening to this episode and they think oh man i'd love to learn a bit more about how a house of prayer works, maybe start one in my own city. Is there a way that they could reach you? Uh, I would say my Facebook, personal Facebook page would be, would be great. I don't have okay. a website or something, but mm -hmm. my personal Facebook page with my name. <laughs> okay. All right. So you can search if, if you're listening to this, to my listeners, if you're looking for Esther Albizer, um, you can all obviously have her name in the title and description of this of this episode, so you can reach out to her if you'd like to find out more about having what it's like to have a house of prayer and and maybe starting one in your city. Well, thank you so much, Esther, for your time to share about your music, your ministry, the healing that God has brought through music, and the healing that you've seen in the house of prayer. It's been really neat to hear and very encouraging to hear how God is moving in France. Um, so thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. And to all our listeners, if you enjoyed this chat, there are many more to come. So make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on whichever platform you're on, YouTube, Apple, Apple, oh my goodness, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, all the places. And don't forget to visit chelseaamber.com slash five days to get some encouraging devotionals and free music downloads. I will leave the link for that in the description. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you in the next episode. 
And until then, happy strumming. Mm-hmm.